Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, 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 hi. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. With me, my name is Jeff Cavanaugh. And I am next to my friend and former Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holly, who did this to the 49ers. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Feels like that's the last time the Cowboys have dumped. Now let me stop. Okay, Jesse, (laughs) chill out, dude. Uh, Chill out, dude. And uh, we are, of course, brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, pro and college hoops throughout the year. Up to the minute odds, stats, and trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in game live betting contests and all the best player props. Always bet on Luca. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop to your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for your 50% uh, welcome bonus on your first deposit, okay? We have a second sponsor, but we'll get to him in a bit. We got look. We're going to feed you content. <laughs> we realize Jesse and I are going. Jesse and I are going to fight today. We're going to fight. We're going to fight about stuff. Um, things to talk about. One, we do have the salary cap went up a bunch, yeah. which means Dak's going to get more money, which means people are going to get so mad at Dak. Except for some people who are going to be like, "Yeah, that's the way it goes." Uh. I got stuff on the NFL Combine. Jesse, I started watching draft prospects. I'm like 12 players in. I'm ready. I'm getting ready. I'm getting there. I'm now, do you, know, do, you, do you line yours up and say, okay, I'm watching all DBs, all, or you say, you know what, give me 100 guys, and I just watch them? I bounce around, but um, That's so what I do is I started with uh, Alabama because it's like it's a matter of early on what tape do I have. And I had a bunch of Alabama defense, and I was like, oh, okay, how many prospects they got? So I was just like, bang, bang, bang. And I watched the three Alabama guys. And then I was watching LSU receiver, and I was like, oh, wait, they have another one. Let me watch him too. And then I was like, ooh, man, I like watching receivers. Let me go watch Washington. And so I watched all three of their receivers. And then I watched Marvin Harrison Jr. And then I was like, oh, and the Cowboys need a linebacker. Who's Dane's top linebacker? So I watched the Michigan linebacker. So I'm just bouncing all over. It's your ADD, isn't it? What's that? It's your ADD, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's what it is. Um, but the first thing that I think is worth talking about, cause I saw this story the other day and you mentioned it right before we hit record was I saw a big story about Robert Sala not going to the combine and like people talking about it. And I was like, well, Mike McCarthy didn't go to the combine either. And that was in my head. And you mentioned right before we went on air, you think that's going to become the norm and you can tell me whatever you want to tell me. And then I'll tell you that I think every coach that didn't go to the combine is a stupid head. Well, you look at Robert Sala and you hear uh, Zim and Mike McCarthy's not going in. Uh, 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 McVay Ram, doesn't go. Ram McVay doesn't go. And here's my thing that there, there are, we've come to a place now where there's combines, there's pro days, there's top 30 visits. There's, a multitude of ways where you can have a conversation or meet up with these kids at the end of the day. And then you have, we have so much film and then we have so much all this other stuff. So I get where our coach may say, you know what, maybe I don't want to go and deal with the, with the hoopla of what's happening at, at the combine. And it's not like they're not meeting with them because they're still doing the meetings via zoom. So they're going to get a chance to talk to the player that they want to talk to, but you don't have to be present. And let's be honest, 
let's be honest. This is the little sidebar, a little sidebar, but I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to wheel it back. Let's be honest. A lot of the players going forward are not even going to perform at the combine, especially those top 10 guys. Now, if you go to my, if you go to my, uh, uh, my podcast, I'm filtered with Jesse Holly, I break down while I think a lot of this has to do with the new NIL money. Because what's, when, when, when I leave college, when Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. leaves college, and I speak with his name respectfully. Of course, yes, of course. So his father fear. may listen to one of our podcasts, and I want to make sure, Pops, I speak about your son's name respectfully. Yeah, and but, yours, and yours, and yours, and your. In fact, and the whole Harrison family. Let's put it that wonderful way. family from everything I can get. Great family, uh, great genes. Yes, respectfully. Um, but Marvin Harrison, who's right now reported not going to perform at the combine or his pro day and not going to have an agent. That's fine. He's leaving Ohio State with at least three to five million dollars already in his pocket due to the NIL deals and the quarterbacks even more. Next year, Shador Sanders will leave Colorado and enter the draft and he'll have close to ten million dollars in the bank. So who the hell cares if I drop a slot or two? I'm I'm not broke. I'm not hungry. I ain't eating couple noodle and ramen noodle. So I don't have to go to these things. So a lot of these coaches now, it's it's becoming almost a waste of time because if there's a guy that I, that may pique my interest, my scouts will be there, the other people will be there, and they'll go, hey, here's a guy that performed really well. NFL Network is there. I can sit in my office and watch all of it. I'll have other people on the ground. They can report back to me. And if that player is worth interest, then we'll invite him in. Then he'll be, he'll, he'll be a part of our process. And, and we'll be able to bring him into our building and get the facts on him then. But now having me go to Indianapolis and rub elbows with the other coaches and agents and GMs and all that kind of stuff, it's becoming minutia. And a lot of these players aren't even going to perform there at the combine. Might as well wait to the pro day if you're really interested in that player or wait till the official visit when you get him inside your building with your trainers, your doctors, your strength and conditioning coach, your position coach, and now you're able to spend as much time with him as you have to as possible. So I, I'm not mad at coaches not going. They'll still meet with them via Zoom, so I'm not mad with them taking away from what they're supposed to be doing in the offense to go to Indianapolis to have shrimp at St. Elmo's and drink liquor at the you know at night. Just it's 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 be, this whole thing, the underwear Olympics, is becoming a little bit outdated. We're we're past that now. Like we're past all of that. Yes, some guys will perform there, and if you like them, they pique your interest, you bring them in. That's where I'm at with that. All right. You ready to fight? Let's fight. All right, I'm gonna fight. Here's my fight. Uh so yesterday on the radio, 97 won the freak, two to six PM Monday through Friday. Uh we were talking about Johnny Manziel. He was on Club Shay Shay. Yeah. And my friend TC had a good point. Like it was like Johnny Manziel achieved everything he wanted to achieve. Like he was a Texas high school kid that was a three-star recruit and he got to go be the starting quarterback at AM and beat Alabama and all those different things. Right. The fact that he didn't make it in the NFL is like, it's fine. Um, and if you knew who he was, you probably would have known that. And you probably would have realized that my thing about the combine is I want every head coach to go because out of the good players, I only get so many visits to my facility, like the top 30 visits mm -hmm. and your NIL point, I think makes this even more important to me 
is, all right, you're going to have millions of dollars. Why do you play football? Like, are you going to get drafted so that you can get the check that comes with getting drafted? Or are you obsessed with this? Do you love this crap? Or are you good at this crap? And like, whatever, there are guys whose DNA is so good that they cannot love it and still be good NFL players. But I want my head coach and I want everybody involved to do all the work we can. And I know they're coached up on it, but I can see through that crap. I can see you. If I'm so, sitting in the room with you, I can see you. If I'm in, if I'm on Zoom, I don't know that I can see you. Okay, all right. I want everybody in the room as often as possible and trying to figure out because if both guys are, hey, I watched your tape, you're a third round player, and I watched your tape, you're a third round player. I want to figure out which one of you is obsessed and which one of you is Johnny. Like, yeah, I made 1.5, it was fun, and now I'm training to run fast and jump high and all that because it could get me drafted higher and then I'll have more money. Or are you doing it because you're a psychopath that, man, I love playing football and I want to win Super Bowls. And that's what I want to find out because as corny as it sounds, it matters. The career that you have is going to be better if you're obsessed with it than if, sweet, I can get some more money. Is that not information that you can pick up from coaches, trainers? Um, I hope so, but I don't trust people. Well, I mean, like, I want the head coach to want to be there. I want the head coach. Like, what is the head coach doing right now? Like, I'm sorry, you could go to Luby's on a Tuesday. You're going to fly in for two or three days. You're going to sit in the interviews with the players. You're going to fly your ass home. Like, what are you doing? I don't care that your niece has Chuck E. Cheese Thursday <laughs> afternoon. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Come to the combine for two, three days and sit in the interviews and then take your ass home. That's all I need. I, 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 I'm just of the mindset that, I mean, talking, there's only so much, there's only so much that you can kind of fleece me with. If, I, if I'm talking to, like, if I went out right now and I've, and I've talked to 10 different people to about Jeff Kavanaugh, from those 10 different people, yeah, there may be some different offsetting things, but I'm going to get a consensus about who Jeff Kavanaugh is as a person. Or as a radio sweetheart, host. Oh, blessed down low. Sure, what you're gonna hear. Sure, swing low, sweet cherry up. You, it might all be true, right? And so I think for coaches, we're talking about a billion dollar industry, people. Billion dollars. We're talking about a billion dollar industry. If they want to know, they know. If they want to find out, they're going to find out. Coaches, front office people, GMs. They know who are obsessed with football. They also know who don't give a damn about football. But that person who may not give a damn about football, oh, he might be talented. Might be real and good. He might be really good. So you, they're weighing now the risk versus reward. They're saying to themselves, hey, do we have the veterans in this locker room that can take this guy because he may be a knucklehead? But, boy, he's a talented he, he, he boy that he, boy that knuckle is so talented. Do we have the people in the building? Do we have the support staff in the building to handle a player like this? Is this a city that this kid will come into and rip? Like they knew about uh, 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 Calvin Joseph. Oh yeah. The reports were out. The people knew, but they said this dude is graded out better than you know uh, some other people. He can play. He can play. Thought he could. And you know what we found out? Boy, if you want to be an NFL corner, you better give a crap. And so now, coaches were at his – they were there for him. They were there. And even in that meeting, they figured out, yeah, sure, this guy can – and it didn't pan out. So that's what I'm saying. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I, I feel like if the coaches are saying – now, 
I know the history of Mike McCarthy. He may be getting, you know, you said he's going to Luby's. He may be getting lubed down in the office. There were, you know, I remember his reports back in. in, in, in sir, in, sir, those so were irresponsible. No, they, they were reckless. Got massages all the time. They were inaccurate. I'm just saying. Uh, but if you're telling me that like my coach has to be at the combine, I do think that's at times just it's become a, it's it's become. I don't know. It's 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 become unnecessary. Okay, what if I use it as a just a? Um, I could also use it as like I'm talking about. I want to find the players who are obsessed. What about if I'm just going to use the barrier of I'm going to ask my head coach? Hey, in Indy, do you want to go sit in? on the interviews and, you know, get to know these prospects, put eyeballs on them. Do you want to, do you want to be there? And if he says no, I'll be like, that's fine. You're fired. Cause like, we're going out there to see how much they care. If you don't care to go do part of a job that could be useful to our team, what are you doing? Well, like, I think the part of the job that's being useful to the team is now he and Zimmer. Now I'm not behind the closed doors. I don't see what they're doing all day. They're yeah. They might actually be working. They actually could be working. They, they might actually be working new defensive staff. Okay. They could be sitting down. There's there's a whole new defensive staff. Things are changing around. So maybe there's some philosophy that has to be taught or changed over, whatever it may be. So they may they may use this opportunity now to now that may mean that they take a synergy course at top golf. Don't know. Don't know. Maybe that's an outing that they need to see. I need to see how competitive Zim is. So we're going to top golf. We're going to end drinks and we're going to race. And we're going to have chicken fingers and french fries. For lunch, be careful with Zim at Top Golf because you know he's going to end up using one of the cans or bottles as a spitter, <laughs> and you're going to pick it up, and it's just going to end bad. So I, that's that, that, that's my take on that. So hopefully, hopefully that they're not saying that they're not going because they're goofing off. Hopefully that they're actually getting the work done. And again, I'm still getting a chance to talk with players, and if I have trusted sources, and this is, I'm, I'm taking a page from your book because you've long said trust my scouts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Coaches, shut up. Don't tell me what players to pick. But I just so want if, you to if know my the guys. scouts are there and I have people that I trust that are sitting down meeting with these people or in the in the room while we're meeting with these people, then I, when they come back, they're going to go, Coach, man, I know what the numbers say. I, boy, boy, felt sketchy in the room. Okay. Felt, felt a little sketchy. He didn't come off as sincere when he walked out of the room. I saw him a couple nights in, you know, hanging out downtown, whatever it may be. Like this is the part of the team from a coaching's perspective is that you have to trust everybody involved. You can't be at a hundred different places. You can't be in Indy and working on your new defensive scheme. You can't be, you know, in Indy and, and, and now that you guys are, are, are being able to put stuff together. So that's why I just think, I, I just think that we're going to see, I, I think that we're going to move further and further away from the combine, even meaning anything in football in the next five to 10 years. I had already means almost nothing to all the top picks. Like Caleb ain't going to throw. Daniels isn't going to throw. Marvin Harrison's not going to work out. The guys who are set, they're like, I don't, I don't care about it. Although they do do here. Oh, they do do. Here is one of the things I can tell you what Jaden Daniels is doing, right? The LSU quarterback. This is what he's doing. He's not going to throw at the combine. He's not going to work out at the combine, but he'll be there because you get measured and you get your medicals checked. So you know what he's going to do because he looks like he's very thin. He's probably 6'3", 185. He's going to, he's going to be 6'3", 205. Yeah. The reason he's not going to work out or throw is because he'll never play football weighing as much as he weighs at the combine 
but he's going to get it on your little sheet that, oh, see, he's 205 pounds. He's a, just a, he's a fine size. And so we're just trying to manipulate this thing to make it look the best way it can for us. So it's whatever. And also, if if I'm if I'm a top pick, if I'm a first round pick, I'm kind of picking and choosing what I want to do because, as you know, when I go to the combine, that's NFL coaches and, and NFL personnel. They put on the workout. When I do my pro day, I script everything at my pro day. I script my throws. I script who I throw to because if I'm if I'm Caleb or if I'm I'm Jaden Daniels, I don't know those receivers. Our timing isn't right, so. And they're always trying to find little minute things to pick away at you. And and some teams, some teams will put out false narratives about you because why? They want you to fall. They don't want teams to like you because they love you. So they'll put out little things like, oh, yeah, man, you saw his throws. His, his arm looks off. His, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now you're saying, well, dang. And then they'll go, oh, we'll draft him. So when I go to my pro day, if I'm Marvin Harrison Jr., respectfully, Pops, respectfully, let's I respect. Let's, a lot, of respect. a lot of respect, ton of respect okay. for the Harrison family. We want to just make sure, believe when you put this out, you better not put anything in the header of saying that Jesse Holly said this about no respectfully. A lot of love for the Harrison family. A lot, a lot of love for the Harrison family. One of the great American dynasties. Yes, they are. But if I'm Marvin Harrison Jr., I run the script when we go to Ohio State, even though he's not running at Ohio State. But I get a chance. If I'm Jake Davis, I get a chance to give you the script that I want to see. Now, if you want to ask me at the end of my workout, hey, I want to see something, maybe. But it's under my control with my quarterback coach, with my receivers, at my pro day, on my time, and how I want to do things. That makes the atmosphere so much better and more easy to control. At the combine, everything is controlled by the people and the powers that be that all work for the National Football League. So that's another reason why I think you're going to see more and more players start to opt away from Indy, do more at their pro day, and some will just say, dog, it's two years of film. If that ain't enough for you, me getting out here in, a, in, the, in the underwear Olympics and running these same routes you saw me watch on film, that don't, that don't do me no justice. It's just, by the way, I got $10 million in the bank already from these NIL deals. I mean, the combine is what it is, and I think it'll continue to – it is what it is and will continue to be is what can you gain. Like, if you have stuff to lose, then you don't bother. But if you have stuff to gain, you go compete. If I think I can go run a 4-3 and I'm going to surprise you with that, then I'm going to go. If I can jump and I'm going to surprise you with that, then I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, Spencer Rattler. Go ahead. How about it, my boy? Right. He's going to tear – he's going to go try to tear it up. Yeah. How about it? And don't get me wrong. I mean, trust me, coaches, like everybody who does not, like they're looking at him sideways, like you effing coward. But at the same time, they're like, we have the fourth pick. We're taking him. Dude's stud. So they know, players know what they have to lose and what they don't. Caleb Williams cannot do a combine, cannot do an interview, cannot do a pro day, cannot do anything. He's going top two or three picks in the draft. Exactly. So – what are they going to say? Oh, he's not competing. He's not in that. They're going to be like, with the first pick, <laughs> yep. Chicago selects Caleb Williams. It doesn't matter. And, and I, again, I, I just feel it's going to get – we're going to see more and more and more. You can call it entitlement. You can call it whatever you want. I think that's what we're going to see more of. And so I get why the Cowboys coaches aren't there. They're trying to build a championship offense and defense. My watch just buzzed. Schefter, the Cowboys – are also not expected to tag free agent to be running back Tony Pollard. No kidding, bro. Yeah, yeah. You had to tweet that? Yeah. 
The Cowboys aren't going to give Tony Pollard $12 million to play football for you. You have to tweet that. Sorry, running backs. We would like to apologize to you on behalf of the American people as uh I guess this is going to be the best running back class in free agent history because they ain't tagging nobody. Barkley, no tag. Josh Jacobs, no tag. Austin Eckler, no tag. We knew Pollard wouldn't get a tag. If you want a running back, they're free agents. Derrick Henry, no tag. Derrick Henry, no tag. I'll be interested to see what any of them gets. And I don't know. Barkley get paid because he's not old yet. Jacobs got some carries on him. Henry got some carries on him. Uh, I just like to apologize to running backs for what we have done to you. I apologize. Um, I play receiver and play receiver. I had nothing to do with this. Um, yeah, man, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and I blame you. I yeah, blame no, you. it's my fault. I blame you, and I blame people like you You're because right. y'all talk so much about running back for so many years. We don't need to run it back. Don't pay a running back. Don't draft a running back. Use them up. Ship them out. Like just like some 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 skis are down in Lower Greenville. Just use her up and just throw it to the side. Sir, sir, don't say that. That's gross. Um, but just know, I took no joy. I feel like you did in being I like right. I, I feel like you did because you would say it, and now that it's happening, you're like, <laughs> told you. Yeah, that's because everybody has at least some sort of ego and where you want to be right. Because you know what? People yell at you when you have opinions. Yeah, none of the running backs are getting paid. Because you shouldn't. Salary cap just went up $25 million. And none of these teams are willing to even tag their stud running back. Because you don't have to. Find a new one. And I apologize to running backs because I am pro- American public people and the working class. And I want you guys to get all the money you possibly can. I hope you get tons of money. I just don't want a team that I want to win to dedicate very precious salary cap dollars to your position. I apologize. I think that's pushing into the fact that you're going to see running backs that probably normally couldn't afford to go top to top caliber teams. Like the rich will get richer because now if I'm a running back, I'm saying to myself, well, they're not going to give me long-term money and I'm just probably going to make somewhere between six and seven million dollars per year. Then I'm a, I'm gonna go ring chase. If I'm Jacobs, I'm trying to get to Kansas City, and I say, hey guys, I'll do a one year deal, six million dollars, and but we incentivize it so I can get to ten million dollars. You know what I'm saying? If 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 yeah. I'm Saquon, maybe he gets a deal, but I'm I'm looking at it and saying like, well, who who am I'm who are my top contending teams? Who are who have really 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 good chances of going to Super Bowl? Dallas, obviously, they win 12 games every year. Sure. Pick Dallas. Then, maybe, then maybe Saquon ends up in Dallas. I don't know. Uh, maybe Dallas doesn't want to pay for it. I don't know. Uh, but not only is Tony Pollard, I'm hearing, not coming back, I'm also hearing the same thing for Rico for Rico Dowdle. He's a restricted free agent. Who's offering Rico a bunch of money? I don't. Maybe someone says we'll offer you a little bit more than what they would offer you and get uh-huh. you up out of there. Maybe a couple of dollars. I don't know. I mean, okay. You, you, you know what? You'll finally get your, you and others will finally get your chance to say, Deuce Fong. Deuce Fong. Deuce Fong will get the bulk of the carries. You know, yeah. another thing that, that the NFLPA is bringing out, and I think this is this is not only a Cowboys thing, it's a, it's a league thing. The NFLPA, and I kind of like this. Uh, I think the NFLPA, while I'm a part of the NFLPA as a, as a former player, I don't think we have the best player union possible, but we do what we can. 
They're, they're looking at revising the offseason schedule, meaning they want to bring together the gap between the end of OTAs and the beginning of training camp. Because right now it's hits about six weeks between the two. And when you think about it, it kind of makes sense because you do all this ramping up and you get guys in and they're in shape and they're the best shape of their life. You'll hear it all the time. And then you'll go, oh, six weeks. And then you got to come back in and wrap it back up, and you see hamstrings and knees and soft tissue injuries all across the board. And you also see, side note for the people who don't know how football, is you'll see the guys who really don't love football or the veteran guys who say, I'm going to use these first couple of weeks in training camp to get back in shape. Want to know what that looks like? When you see the guys in sweatpants and hoodies underneath their pads, those are the guys who are in shape. Those are the guys who are trying to work themselves back in shape. Shh, don't tell nobody I told y'all. He's saying they're fat. That's why they're wearing sweats to sweat it off. Yeah. When you see those suits at training camp, those are the guys who didn't work out those six weeks that they was away from football. That's crazy. I remember a former running back around here that seemed like he was always wearing that stuff underneath his pads when they first showed up. Um, But Okay. Uh, I would like – What? So they want to they want to move OTAs back a little bit. So maybe there's like three or four weeks between the end of OTAs and the beginning of training camp. Sound good to me. That sounds wonderful to me. I don't like being bored for six weeks and just hoping nobody gets arrested. Let's go ahead and shrink that bad boy down. Uh, we'd like to end this with thanking our friends at Bet Online and, and the Harrison. Also, want to make sure that we say respectfully the Harrison family. Yeah, I just wanted to shout out the Harrison family. Thank you. One All of right. the finest American dynasties and. Yeah. Yep. That um, everyone just has yep. the most respect yep. uh, and fear of. So yep. everybody just have a great day and um, stay safe out there. Do we you have know. another sponsor we have to get to? Well, it's too late in the broadcast. So to say it would be a burn it. Don't worry. We're, boo. That didn't make any sense. Just type in if you're watching this still and you're still here a timestamp and let us know what time it is. And then also tell me what is your favorite candy bar? That's what I need to know. Ooh. Okay. And remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. So be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.